Hi, my name is Cole Chalmers, and this is the story about how I met my wife on a road trip disaster to All-Star Bash. You're listening to the Still 80 Mania podcast. I'm your host, Benson Sue, and this is Storytime. So today's guest originally hails from Canada, but currently lives in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. I'd like to introduce you all to Cole Chalmers. Hey, Cole, how's it going? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, thanks for <laughs> taking the time to join me on this Saturday. What well, is noon over there, right? Yep. It's just starting to just starting to heat up a little bit. Nice yeah. and sunny outside. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's been nice and sunny all over the planet, I've heard. <laughs> so uh, trying to keep cool. I understand that. Um, uh, let's start off this interview with um, uh, your experience with cars. Um, what is your experience with cars? Um, how uh, you, You're actually my first guest on this podcast uh, that submitted a submission to be on Storytime. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're the first. That's Congratulations. Awesome. Yeah. Um, it, you know, uh, I had... I have a lot of uh, guests to shuffle around and just, um, you know, but um, I, the team was really interested in your story. Um, so before we get into that, like, let's just get into, um, you know, how did you get into cars? Um, like, I don't know, like, I didn't really have like, so like my dad's had a few cool cars growing up. He had like a 66 Mustang Coupe, I think. I think it was just like the uh, six-cylinder one. He's had like a Jeep and a couple old 70s Ford pickups, but I wouldn't really call him a car guy per se. I mean, yeah. there's definitely like an appreciation there, but not like, you know, not like a tuner or anything. Uh, my right. mom had like a 280Z before I was born, so that was kind of cool, but I didn't know that until like later on. Yeah. Um. I think mostly just from like movies and stuff and video games. That's kind of like where that kind of passion started just from, you know, the way kids are, you, you know, get obsessed with dinosaurs and rocket ships. Then one day it's just like, yeah, cars are cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think like if I really tried to pinpoint it, it'd probably be something like, you know, like the James Bond movies. Cause you always have the car chases and they always had the cool cars. Yeah. The, the cars with the, the machine guns that come out or like <laughs> spits out the, the oil slick yeah. or the tax in the back. Exactly. And yeah. Like, yeah. And then eventually like video games, once everybody started getting computers and stuff. And I think like there, I could probably pinpoint it to like one video game. It's called uh, midtown madness. Okay. I'm not and familiar like, with that one. Yeah, it's just like you're driving around Chicago, running around from police. It's <laughs> okay. pretty silly, but okay. I mean, yeah, it definitely formed some of my interest in cars because, like, you know, I'd be sliding around all over the place, and yeah, uh, one of the main cars in the game you could drive was a '68 fastback Mustang. So that kind of like, I don't know, that turned into my favorite car from probably when I was like. 10 years old until i learned what a 70s celica looked like <laughs> okay um and then that yeah. became your favorite car yeah yeah and that was my I, car. <laughs> I don't know that i've i've heard that very often um from someone maybe in the younger generation where the 70s celica is their favorite how did that happen um i mean like obviously 
the Mustang is a classic car. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people love that. And the Celica, I don't know if it's actually modeled after it, but it's got it a very it sem- similar look. Yeah, it's got that, yeah. you know, sleek back, the yeah. kind of like triple tail light kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, just like a lot smaller and obviously a Toyota. Right. <laughs> I mean, I drift a Nissan, but I'm a Toyota guy at heart. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's always been my dream car. And I'm very lucky to have one in my garage, you know, if it's in an, on jack stands. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Got to rescue those cars before something happens to them, right? Yeah. <laughs> so jack stands, I would say jack stands is probably better than maybe just rotting away on the street yeah, in the rain. and Tin cans and right. recycled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and uh, what was your introduction to drifting? Uh, I don't know, like real drifting or actually just sliding cars? Because it's kind of like... I've got kind of like two different introductions to drifting. Let's hear them both. So like maybe 2005-ish. I don't know. Like I don't know how I learned about drifting. Like I couldn't possibly tell you. I remember seeing, you know, that classic video with the uh, 99 Red Balloons playing in the background. Uh-huh. The mashup. <laughs> like, I don't remember. That's like 2002 maybe. Right. Yeah. But I remember in high school, um, I think it was like computer animation class. Um, I had this kid that sat next to me. His name is Chase. And, you know, I had this 88 Jetta that I painted flat black. It was a pretty goofy car. Um, mm-hmm. But he knew I was like, I liked cars. So he's like talking about cars. And he's like, hey, what's your favorite car? And I was like, oh, man, it's like a 68 Fastback Mustang. Like, I think those are really cool. And yeah kind of does this little like you can't drift one of those i'm just like well i mean it's 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 a muscle car like i'm not worried about drifting like it's just a burnout machine yeah he's like oh whatever man like skylines and stuff and kind of goes off on his little Uh thing i mean you know two years later fast and the furious tokyo drift comes out and you got a mustang drifting in that so yeah whatever but yeah (laughs) um i think like maybe like two weeks later or something we're like at a house party together like we'd just gotten there and he's like hey have you ever been drifting before i was like nah man just like seen it on the internet he's like come on i want to show you something okay so like we go outside and like get in his car and he's got like this i think it was like an 80 like late 80s ford festiva so like a little tiny hatchback okay (laughs) and he's like watch this and we go flying down this dirt road and it's just like a little 90 degree turn he just yeah. goes just rips e-brake and just, yeah. <laughs> just you know spins out to a complete stop and, and just like i'm just like in the passenger seat like yo that was <laughs> sick i can't wait to do that and so probably for the next like year i just like was just ripping around my old jetta just like mm-hmm. going down back roads in the mountains and stuff just like <laughs> just, yeah wearing out my tires and my e-brake um and then when like the clutch went on that i got like a ford escort gt like a early 90s one with the miata motor okay and basically continued that i would be like delivering pizza and just like you know modern day takumi just like <laughs> sliding around in the snow pulling e-brake pizza sliding the pizzas? everywhere probably once or twice <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was, I think that kind of 
I think you can learn a lot from front wheel drive drifting. I mean, yeah. like, so I definitely built some car control without really quite really understanding what I was doing. Mm -hmm. But definitely. And, you know, some of that, I mean, you can do that very same drifting that you're doing in a front wheel drive car in a, in a rear wheel drive car. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the same, you know, e-brake modulation, the, the counter steer. So yeah, yeah I a little bit you. of the throttle control too. Cause like, you know, you overcorrect or whatever, you can kind mm -hmm. of blip the throttle to bring the front end back, back around. Oh, okay. Okay. But, um, yeah. And then, you know, I had a uh, first gen Evo for a little bit from imported that from Japan, you know, obviously you know, all wheel drive building more skills there. Yeah. But like this actually, was while you're in Canada where you yep. can do that <laughs> yeah the 15 year import rule versus 25 <laughs> right yeah and now like i think that car was like seven grand back then and like oh now looking gosh. for the same car it's like in the 20s i'm just yeah. like oh dude like <laughs> i think i sold that car for like three thousand dollars it hurts man it hurts. <laughs> i you know i've sold i've sold so much stuff that is worth an insane amount i try not to think about it but yeah that's <laughs> very <laughs> that's a very common discussion these days about just yeah. how much um prices of used cars of parts and uh you know maybe more specifically i mean you use all used cars are really expensive right now but also like the the sought after cars those are way more expensive mm -hmm. yeah yeah i bet you probably like because like you got into it so early you probably rode like two waves so you had like you know 240s back when they're like you know eight to maybe 10 years old and they're still kind yeah. of expensive as a used yeah. car and then they get yeah. cheap and then yeah definitely you know, <laughs> and then expensive again um I, I when i when i bought my s13 that's funny that you're exactly right because when i bought my s13 i was looking for a while to find one and they you know it was it was uh 91 so it was eight years old and i found a bargain for 3500 and um you know my friend had just bought one for five mm -hmm. and then you know and then they hachirokus were dirt cheap yeah and um you know a, a few years passed by and then you can get them for 1500 you can get yeah. you know a <laughs> crappy one for a grand running right and then now it's it's back up and skyrocketed yeah. so and then with inflation and stuff too like, oh yeah prices are probably even yeah, yeah even yeah. more comparable yeah yeah. So, um, okay. So that's cool. Uh, you, so you did a lot of drifting in a front wheel drive car. Yeah. Um, that was, uh, and when did you transition to a rear wheel drive car? Um, so I moved to, so I'm from a little town called Kamloops. Uh, it's like an interior of BC. Um, I moved to another city called Kelowna, which is about two hours away. I was going to go to school there, um, for photography and when i got there i met um a bunch of drifters uh, a bunch of car people there's like a forum called Kelowna car life and like joined that met a bunch mm -hmm. of people through there um uh met this dude logan uh, logan noel and you know he really kind of like introduced me to a lot of people super nice guy um he drives a or used to drive a uh subaru legacy uh, it was like he had, had it slammed it was painted purple um so he was one I of the remember drift that car yeah so that's one of the drift union guys um okay and he introduced me to sean who had the purple rx7 and like they ended up being kind of my 
two closest friends when I was living in Kelowna. Um, at the time, I had a crest of a wagon, um, just kind of like cut springs, super mm-hmm. wheels, like your classic Toyota. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they knew I was into photography, and I think I'd, I don't even think I'd known them like two weeks, but they were like, yo, we're going down to this drift event in Washington come with us and shoot photos because we don't have anybody to take photos for us. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool, man. Like, yeah, I'll come down with you guys. So that was my, f- my first drift event was one of the Washington Evergreen events. Okay. So I, you know, I, I signed up for media. So I got to meet a lot of like the media guys from that heyday around the same time. So like, I don't know if you know, like Justin Shreve and Joey Ayala, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, keep, I think, maybe the keep drifting fun guys were there maybe that was a different event but a lot of that kind of blurs in my mind but yeah a lot of those like pacific northwest west coast media dudes met a bunch of them there saw a lot of like the og like washington drifters like so like uh like gleb i think his name was um uh, Walker Wilkerson, yeah. Um, uh, Rob, tall Rob, Rob Primo, like a lot of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like through those photos, basically, because um, I posted them on Flickr or whatever. And yeah. um, one day I get a message from. This guy named Jordan Butters, who runs, or at least used to run, Drifted.com. And he's like, hey, were you interested in, like, doing photos and articles for us? It's mm-hmm. like, you know, just like, we'll give you stickers and stuff. And, you know, we don't have a lot of money to throw around <laughs> yeah. at the time. It's like right. 2009 or 10 or something like that. But, so yeah, I started, like, shooting photos for events in B.C. and Washington and eventually did a couple of Formula D events. And, and like, the whole time I'm trying to, like, build up uh, my Crescent of Wagon for drifting because, like, Sean and Logan are like, oh, yeah, like, let's get this thing, like, driftable. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, let's do this. And um, get the motor pulled out. I think I, um, at some point I bought an SR20 to put in it because it was seemed cheaper than putting a jay-z at the time mm-hmm. um but it was taking like a long time to build and i really just wanted to get some like seat time so yeah. i bought or i didn't buy i got a free cressida sedan um from the girl i was dating at the time and uh i bought a supra like a na supra took the transmission out of that swapped that and made a five-speed sedan and yeah basically that entire winter was when i learned how to drift like with a real drive car yeah um sean the guy with the rx7 he bought a b2200 and we basically spent what, what, that, what is that uh mazda like the truck oh right okay yep yeah and he like it's those small trucks yeah the small and he like pickups. set up one um you know how they have like the little handle e-brakes instead of yeah. her either is the handle or the foot either way he like it it it, le- it releases the foot the foot e-brake right mm-hmm. exactly so he set up a like you know modern e-brake guys have those like yeah. uh, hydro setups so he just set up a bar 
and tied a, like a rope or a string or something to the e-brake <laughs> thing so he could just like instead of using the foot brake one is you know the tr- the old school trick in japan is um to to pull the lever out mm-hmm. and then you shove oh sorry uh you shove a cigarette box in there so it stays released <laughs> so you and you just kick so you just the, kick the e-brake yeah. like a clutch <laughs> <laughs> that's sick yeah <laughs> but yeah that whole winter was just like just us crashing into each other because he's like we gotta learn you we gotta get you tandeming so when you get yeah. that cressida done yeah. like we can drive is that, is that and... canada talk we gotta learn you oh i don't know i mean yeah, okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't know eh like <laughs> So I'm going to ask the question I ask all my guests. Uh, when did you fall in love with drifting? Man, like, I think it was, I mean, like, probably that winter. I mean, like, that winter that I was just talking about, like, mm-hmm. I can, to this day, I don't think I can think of, like, a period of time that I had more fun. I mean, just, like, because we were going out, like, probably at least two or three times like a week like you just go out into the mountains like you know you have so many logging roads out there in bc so you just like go into the mountains find a sketchy logging road and just would be like door to door logging road yeah logging yeah wow i don't know what that is what is that uh so like logging is a huge industry in bc so like like chopping down trees and Mm -hmm. turning them into paper or two by fours what have you Mm -hmm. um so yeah they have to have roads to drive the semis up and down to pick up the logs so it's just like yeah, so they're big yeah so they're dirt roads usually like just about two lanes wide uh-huh. so like yeah. a up and down lane but yeah but they're always like switched back and long turns because they're Got always it. going up mountains and stuff so it's Got like it. you know third or fourth gear just like wow bumping into each other's doors and <laughs> you know you start like pit maneuvering each other on purpose just to yeah. like get a laugh and yeah so you submitted uh you submitted your story time application what interested you about it um i don't know like i'm honestly surprised that i'm the first person that did like you're no you're not the first person that did but you're the first did, person to come on okay cool i mean like yeah just that I, I mean like i think my story was kind of cool i mean like it's one of the more important stories to me it's a huge change to my life yeah um i mean like i say it pretty frequently like drifting changed my life i mean i don't know where i would be um if i hadn't gotten into it or if i had like stopped a while back or who knows what right like but i mean you know i I'm from British Columbia and now I live in Sandwich, Massachusetts. So it's like, right. I would not be here. That's for sure. If it yeah. weren't for drifting, like it truly changed my life. And I think life changing stories are fun and it's definitely a fun story to share. So I thought I'd just send it in and at least somebody might get a kick out of it if they read it. But you know, here I am, I guess. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a good segue. Let's, let's get into your story. Uh, you submitted a story, um, and it's about love and mm-hmm. drifting. Yeah, I so mean, l- let's hear it. Let's hear about it. Yeah. I mean, thank you guys were asking for uh, stories about how you fell in love with drifting, but this is more how I fell in love through drifting. So, yeah, um, it's kind of a flashback to about like 
2013-2014. Drifting is pretty expensive in British Columbia. I mean, gas is a lot more expensive up there. Uh, Car insurance is pretty expensive. Um, Tires are pretty expensive. Like we are, you know, tire pile diving for tires all the time. Mm -hmm. Just finding whatever junk we could find in our sizes. Um, So to kind of offset that, um, I had a Tumblr. I don't know if you know that website. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a Tumblr. I had, you know, I wouldn't say I was like popular, but like in a small circle, there was, you know, we had a lot of us in there in the car community. Um, Yeah. So I started making this t shirt. I actually have one right here just to show an example. But uh, bring back pop ups. Yeah, nice. I, I like the the Miata with one headlight. Yeah, up. getting a little wink. <laughs> um, yeah, I just made that for fun one day. I was like, "Hey, would anybody interested in buying these?" Yeah, and like, it actually like took off. So I was using money from doing batches of those shirts to kind of offset my drifting costs. Okay. Um, in early 2014, I kind of went through like a bad breakup. Um. And I was kind of like, ah, oh, man, like, relationships, like, I'm done with this for a while. I got to yeah. focus on me. Girls like, suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cooties. And, um, but I was like, yeah, I got to focus on me a little bit. Like, yeah. figure out what I like and want. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm drifting a lot, but I could be drifting a lot more. So, like, let's just make this next year all about drifting. Like, yeah. I'm going to, you know, drift every event I can. I'm going to try and, like, go further and not just do local events. And mm-hmm. um, So, yeah, like, sold some more shirts. And, um, yeah, just, like, honestly had, like, a pretty unreal year of just, like, hitting every event. Again, tons of streaking. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I get, you know when people order shirts you know i like to you know you, you get to see their name you see their address and like you know it's cool to see like where the stuff's going um mm-hmm. so, you know i get stuff going to like new zealand or australia or like awesome. i had one go to japan i had like stuff in the uk all over north america so it's fun to kind of like see that yeah and like and, the, you know, and I, those are those are uh people that really want it because shipping costs are very expensive out there yeah. to get out there yeah yeah um yeah, I kind of, like, give a discount on that because, I mean, like, I was working in screen printing at the time, too. So, oh, okay. like, I could, um, you know, I was getting the shirts pretty cheap. So, I could, yeah. you know, offset the cost of shipping and stuff and still be yeah. able to turn a little bit of profit. Um, yeah, and every once in a while, I'd, like, be, like, if I see, like, a cool town name or a cool mm-hmm. city or something, I, you know, like, look it up on Google Maps and be, like, oh, wow, like, this is neat. Like, you have to, like, see all these places and without actually going. Yeah. So one day I get a shirt order and it says Sandwich, Massachusetts. <laughs> I'm just like, Sandwich. You're kidding me, right? There's a town named right. Sandwich. Like, right. So, you know, pack the shirt up and sometimes I'd like draw stuff on the envelopes and, you know, personalize it a bit. So in this one I was like, Sandwich, like coolest town name ever. Like, yeah. <laughs> on the back, like, seriously, like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> sandwich who, who right. names a town that right um yeah and like you know a few weeks later people you know would tag me in pictures of uh shirts and stuff when they'd get them they'd either pose in front of their car with mm-hmm. pop-ups or so i get you know i get tagged in one that's like thanks for the shirt and it's you know 
this girl wearing a shirt and like you know message them just be like hey like thanks for the support really appreciate it um like who were you like like i wanted to put a name to a tumblr just so i could know who i actually sent it to and she's like oh my name's sorel i'm the one that uh, lives in sandwich and i was like oh okay cool like yeah the town's hilarious that's yeah. that's awesome and like we just start talking just casual conversation just because like you know it's just interesting to talk i mean that's the whole reason why i'm on tumblr and stuff is to make friends and talk with okay. people and um so yeah we just like start talking and yeah just like good friends and stuff um all the while i'm just like you know, going to drift events and doing this and doing that and um yeah i mean you know it starts getting a little flirty but like i'm just kind of like nah man like i said no can't do it can't do it like we're no just girls. Friends. like mm-hmm. I, I made this decision early on like this is not gonna turn into anything like yeah besides like you know it's nice to just have a friend to talk to like that's a girl and not thinking about anything else and like so what was it maybe like august or something uh all-star bash releases their you know thing to be like hey this is the dates that we're doing it um and i'm just like damn all-star bash that'd be pretty cool and like yeah i'd been once before um i went down with sean and logan in 2011 maybe I, I I remember seeing the photos. I, I don't think I was there, but I remember seeing the photos of their cars at All Star Bash. They were, they were all that uh, kind of um, pastel like purple. Pastel purple, yeah. yeah. All, their whole team was pastel purple. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And I remember the weird Subaru. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he was one of the first like real drive Subarus, mm-hmm. at least legacy in mm-hmm. North America. Like, definitely pioneered some of that stuff because. There wasn't a lot of info on it at the time, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. But yeah, that was a cool car. I, I've heard he's building something else now. Um, I don't know. Keep an eye out, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went down with them whatever year that was as, like, again, media guy and, like, okay. just had an absolute blast. Yeah. But I'd also but this time you wanted to come as a driver. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that track looked so fun. Yeah. And, like, I just, like, yeah, like if not now when like might as well right like i'm you know kind of like reckless mode like what's money like (laughs) just (laughs) um but yeah i'd also kind of heard that like the yeah demographic but the vibe there had kind of changed over the years okay and like uh, from people i'd talked to they're like yeah it's kind of not the same as it used to be Mm -hmm. i was like well i mean again if not now when because if it's changing like and people are saying it's not as fun as it used to be. Like, maybe it'll get worse. So I want to just like go and like mm-hmm. let's do this. Okay. Um, so like, you know, again talking to Sorrel, like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this uh trip to um California. I want to like go on this like it's pretty like a 24 hour drive down there, and you know I don't have a truck and trailer. I'm like, you know. I don't know how much I was making at the time, but not enough to afford a truck and trailer. Yeah. And like, I was just like, wow, that's really cool. And, and just kind of, so I start like prepping the car and yeah, it's, 
I pay for the event and like almost immediately just like stuff starts going wrong. Like mm -hmm. you're not wrong, but like, oh, you, you, like red flags, I guess would be kind of like the <laughs> proper thing. Like, um, like first off, like my friends were like, yo, like the ones that had been to the track before were like, yo, uh -huh. like single cam K, like you're going to be struggling there, dude. Like, uh -huh maybe horse thief but like streets like there's no way like uh -huh. so i'm like oh okay like well i'll be able to find a dual cam like i mean this is oh still in k's where you know five hundred dollars and you could yeah. you know find a full swap whatever easy yeah so my friend dylan at some point um he crashed his car street drifting and he's like yeah i'll sell you the dual cam out of my car i was like cool man thank you appreciate it and so we swap it over over a weekend and uh i didn't do an oil change on it because i was like yeah like we gotta make sure this thing works so let's just like, drop it in i'll drive it around for a couple yeah. weeks and yeah once it's kind of like moving and stuff we'll see so, yeah, get the car in there drive it around it's like yeah this is sick wow this is so much more power compared to a single cam like uh -huh. I just need to like clean this thing up now so it doesn't look like trash when I'm right. down there because everybody in California has got nice cars. I've been daily driving and beating this car for like two years straight. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, again, talking to Sorrel and I'm like, yeah, like I'm getting really excited about this trip. Like, and she's like, oh, so like, where's this track? And I'm like, uh, what are they like, Rosamond, California, I think. Yeah. That's that, right. Yeah. So I was, yeah, it was like Rosamond, California. And she's like, oh, I have an aunt that lives, like, maybe, like, an hour away from there. In no kind of like way. Nowhere. I was like, oh, that's cool. And she's like, yeah, that's kind of neat that you're so close by. Yeah, yeah. People don't, for those that don't know, Rosamond is a desert, and there's not a lot of people that live around there at all. So that's yeah. that's a that's a big coincidence. Yeah, and, like, the town that her aunt lives in is even smaller than Rosamond. Like oh, yeah, for like sure. Rosamond... Rosamond is like the big, like one of the larger, the larger <laughs> cities out there. Yeah. But yeah. Like at this point it'd be like a little bit more flirty, but again, it was kind of just like, uh, but I was like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I'm just going to throw out a question out here. I was like, do you want to go on a road trip with me? Yeah. Like we can go down there and see your aunt. And she's, yeah. And I'm just kind of like, haha, like kind of like joking yeah unless you know like yeah that kind of thing so i'm like waiting for a bit and you know you see the dot 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 typing and I'm just like <laughs> okay I'm just like, wow <laughs> uh all right all right let's start figuring out the logistics of this yeah. then i mean like yeah um so yeah we start figuring that out on that end and you know you know we're talking again about how like cool this road trip's gonna be and you know, like, get a friend that's like, yo, you're going to have a passenger? They can't be in a stock seat then. Like, you got to have a bucket and a harness if they're going to have a cage in your car. I was like, yeah. oh, no, more money. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to, like, I found a seat in Calgary, had it shipped over, had to drive to Vancouver to buy some harnesses. Yeah. That weren't expired. And, um, yeah, and then one day, Sorrel's like, hey you realize that if i go on this trip with you i'm probably gonna fall in love with you and i'm just like uh, <laughs> it's like thank god like 
I'm glad I'm not the only one here because yeah. like I'm feeling the same way. And yeah. Just, like, wow. So it's yeah, like it's kind of yeah. It, it's hard to describe how or like explain how that kind of like in such a short time you can like fall in love with somebody, but mm-hmm. like. And you guys hadn't yeah. met. Hadn't yeah. met in person, mm-hmm. like, and just been talking, and yeah, it's. You guys have had phone conversations and stuff, yeah. No. <laughs> no, not even, huh? No, we'd just wow. been chatting. Yeah, by met, like, I barely knew what she looked like. That wasn't yeah. like important. It was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually, we started like, you know, like skyping and stuff to like mm-hmm. kind of be like, all right, let's just like make sure you're not some crazy person. That's right. Me. We probably should <laughs> actually talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I got the car all set up all together. It's like mismatched panels. I have like two gray doors, a black front lip. I think yeah. I managed to paint my side skirts and my spoiler like just yeah. in time. Yeah. Um, I had to like, yeah, roof rack so I can put my wheels up there. Like, yeah, I had the car absolutely loaded up. I, had, yeah, tent, wheels, uh, tools, clothes, um, helmets like the whole like the car was packed so and mm-hmm. it's tough with a cage too oh, yeah for sure um so yeah that night i'm like driving around like before i go pick her up in vancouver i'm driving around like okay like feels good like i think i think we're good mm-hmm. so yeah the next morning drove to vancouver from Kamloops, stopped at the airport you know and just like walks out of that departure gate and just like yeah just like okay yeah yeah i'm i'm absolutely falling in love with this person this is yeah. crazy and just like wow. yeah big hug in the airport and um yeah get in the car and basically just like start driving and like yeah and then that's when it all started like going downhill <laughs> oh no <laughs> like so at the border like it wasn't too much trouble but like there was definitely some comment about like, like y'all aren't coming down here to like elope are you like cause, uh-huh. you know, you got this american girl and a canadian guy driving down with a car right. full of everything everything that they let us through um so yeah take off on the road again that's like oh i need to get gas so stop get gas get back on the road and i'm like hey like i this is getting too much like i need to stop and like raise the car Went to, like, Princess Auto, or not Princess Auto, sorry, that's the Canadian version, uh, Harbor Freight, probably, one okay. of those, like, um, yeah, I picked up one of those just, like, cheap $30, like, really bad jacks, whatever, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, go to buy f- food or something, too, and I realized, like, where's my credit card? And, like, so at the time canadian debit cards wouldn't work in the states for some reason okay so all i had was my credit card that I was planning on paying off later with the money i had and a couple hundred dollar bills just for cash related stuff mm-hmm. i was like i don't have my credit card where did my credit card go yeah when did i last use it i was like about an hour ago when i filled up for gas and i was like no you left at the gas station yeah so i called the gas station they're like yeah it's not there sorry oh no so i have to like call my banks be like hey you need to cancel this card like i don't know what happened to it so now i'm like dude like okay i have like 
$200 on me. My debit card doesn't work in the States. My credit mm -hmm. card's gone. Mm -hmm. so, so I was like, well, here, I'll just put it on my credit card and you can pay me back later. And, wow. You know, split stuff. And, you know, this is, again, like now probably three hours into this trip. Right. Like, so we, um, you know, you know, stopped for the first night somewhere in Washington. I don't remember where. But yeah, um, yeah, the next morning we take off from Washington. It's like, all right, we've lost a lot of time with all these stops and stuff. Like we're planning on making it like two days or not two days, but like we're planning on stopping more. Like I think I wanted to stop in like um, uh, Sacramento and see like the Gold Star guys because I was friends with yeah. them. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was like, no, we, we just got to drive straight through. So yeah, we just like, just basically send it like the entire way down from washington down to rosemond wow we didn't get there until i was pretty late like maybe like like 11 30 midnight kind of thing there was like one kind of like sketchy hotel that remote <laughs> sorry motel that had like a, a room open it's like yeah. okay like whatever we'll take it there's a couple other like drift cars out there too so i was like oh, it can't be that bad or anything yeah yeah yeah, I had, like, literally one of the loudest showers I have ever heard in my life. Like, uh -huh. like we're, like, you know, obviously sweaty from driving right. 20 hours or whatever. So, turn the shower on. I was like, just, <laughs> Like, sorry to everybody else that is in this uh, motel right now. Right, right. But, yeah, just so exhausted. Like, driver's meetings in the morning. Early in the uh, morning. Yep. And we wake up late because we slept in because we're just so exhausted. Mm -hmm. Get to the track, like, literally within, like, I think 15, 20 minutes before a driver's meeting starts. Like, I wanted to be there early so I could, like, you know, unload, set up, be ready to drive. Um, go through tech and come to find that now they're requiring, like, roll bar padding. Okay. And, like, this wasn't on the tech sheet at all right. at the time. Okay. And apparently nobody knew about this because everybody's getting failed. Not everybody, but a lot of people are getting failed for tech for not having padding. Okay. And so I'm, like, walking by a trash can. And I see some, like, foam padding in there. That Discarded. Somebody had yeah, like... somebody had thrown out because it didn't <laughs> wasn't the right kind. Oh, and okay. I was, I was like, all right, well, let's just see what happens. So like, yeah grab it out of the trash can put it on my roll bar zip tie it on yeah go back to the tech line i was like hey man like i got some roll bar padding and like i don't know if he was just like being nice or if he was just busy from like trying to tech everybody else's carbs he's like yeah looks at it all right man you're good to go like, <laughs> okay let's do this nice but at that point i had missed the first session on street so i was like okay well i guess i'll go up to horse thief and try and figure all this out mm-hmm um yeah did like a you know session on horse thief i was like dude this track rules like i love all this elevation changes this is awesome yeah, yeah. um met a handful of friends there that had come out from different parts of california and all over and taking people for ride-alongs and sorrel's having a fun time in the passenger seat drifting we're like, yeah this is great it's awesome second day i think they were running streets in reverse and somebody told me that like like don't even bother like stock hay like it's not even worth it so that was like okay like i'll guess i'll just go back to streets and mm -hmm. but yeah i mean like driving wise other than the injector going out like 
dude so much fun like i i need to get back to that track one day yeah. like yeah uh, redeem myself a little bit like yeah um but yeah pack up kind of near the end of the day we decided we're gonna stay at sorrel's aunt's place for the mm -hmm. night which is like an hour away mm -hmm. and um yeah it was a you know nice drive you know sunset and drive out there get there at like 10 30 at night um but at some point on horse thief i had ripped my muffler open like uh -huh. i'd done a dirt drop <laughs> no. so like it just had torn it open so like my car is <laughs> essentially straight piped yeah um so yeah, showing up in this sleepy little town is like, <laughs> a little bit embarrassing. But yeah. um yeah, I met her aunt. She was super nice. Um how how did Sorrel introduce you as like my friend? Yeah, we or... we definitely had that talk on the way there. I was like, yeah. so like what is this? Are we like gonna be girlfriend and boyfriend? Like what is the wording yeah. we're gonna use here? Yeah. Like, she like, well it depends if you pay my credit card off or... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, essentially. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, like I mean we're going this far. I mean like we might as well be dating now. So like mm. yeah, you're my girlfriend, I'm your boyfriend. Like cool. Nice. Alright, nice. Like and then you know we start heading out to uh the coast because we decide we're gonna take the PCH back up at least part way. Nice be a cool drive. Yeah um yeah and the, i mean that part of the drive was like awesome like you know seeing the ocean driving along that high that highway so beautiful um, yeah uh but i at some point wasn't paying attention to my gas gauge oh no <laughs> so more drama i thought it was yeah. gonna be all good from now on oh no it <laughs> this this trip was uh the building blocks to the foundation of our solid relationship yes that's for sure yes it uh it, you guys had to go through the flames and uh <laughs> it showed how well you guys could work together and and yeah. uh, deal with adversity right yeah exactly but yeah like i was like on the downhills i'd be shutting the car off and like coasting like, oh there gosh. better be a gas station around here somewhere like this is like i don't know if we're gonna make it and like at some point there's, there's, there's a little like it's like set up almost like in a little oasis. It's like all these like palm trees, this cute mm -hmm. little like thing, and this little gas station. Was, like come around a corner, I was like, ah, just... <laughs> and we get filled up, and yeah, so we yeah had a couple more stops on the way up, and decide that we're gonna kind of cut inland um, yeah. at some point. Um, yeah, we also stopped in San Francisco too, um, which was cool. Like especially like, driving that car downtown san francisco oh, yeah. with the broken muffler just bah, oh setting gosh. off car alarms and stuff um met up with uh my friend eric and uh our friend palmer um yeah yeah so uh and uh yeah hung out with them for a little while but yeah then like we start realizing that we're kind of like running low on time it's like oh. she's she's got like her um flight to catch right in vancouver yeah. so it's like all right we gotta start like picking up the pace a little bit um we stopped at some point in like a like a truck stop i said not even a truck stop it was just rest stop and it's like yeah it was like probably like, i don't know pretty late at night it's like yeah we'll just take a quick nap and start really early in the morning we wake up in the morning get on the highway 20 minutes in maybe i start getting a misfire again I'm like, oh no 
like oh no oh another injector gone bad that's weird I was like, yeah oh, maybe if i just like, kind of like, power through it it'll be fine so i kind of like accelerate and it's just like bah, bah, bah. Yeah. i'm just like oh, it's kind of a little bit worrisome here see an exit coming up and i'm like mm, no nah, i should probably just keep going so I start to pass the exit, and as I'm passing it, the car starts. And I'm just like, oh no, 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 no! I was like, pull over, throw it in reverse, go back to the exit, start going up the exit, and just like halfway up, just bang! Oh, I have never heard that noise before. Yeah, that's a new one for me. Smoke starts pouring out of the hood, just like your classic movie scene. Just like, oh, oh no! Like I am. 2000 kilometers from home like this yeah. is not good yeah i pull up my phone no service like, oh no oh my god so i pop in the hood i'm like looking down and on the side of the block just hole punched right through oh, rod sticking no. out I'm just like oh i forgot to do an oil change <laughs> oh no oh no like and so I just start like freaking out. Like I start having like a little bit of a panic attack. Like I'm yeah. just like, I, I, I don't know what to do. I, I have no money. Like I, right. Like this, and that's, you know, this car was pretty important to me too. Like I have a lot of right. money invested in it. Like I can't just leave it here. Like, right. And how is Sorrel uh, reacting? She's just kind of like, Oh, <laughs> like kind of <laughs> not really saying anything for a little right. bit. And like, I, I just like literally just start crying. I'm just like, I, I don't know what to do. I, like, yeah. I, and I'm like apologizing to her, like I'm so sorry that this is happening. Like this yeah. is probably my fault for not doing the oil change. Like, mm-hmm. and someone's like, yeah, she's like, hey, it's okay. Like we're here, we're together. You're not alone. Like, yeah, I'm here for you. Let's we can figure this out. Nice. And I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm, I think I'm feeling <laughs> a little better now. <laughs> just, you know, consoling me on the side of the road as yeah. my car's like bleeding out. And yeah. So we go for a walk eventually i think it was like a 20 minute walk before we found like a gas station <laughs> and so we get to the gas station call a tow truck get back to the car a tow truck shows up at this point i've like you know i've gotten the jack out i'm like oh, no tow truck's gonna lift this like tow this low car so i'm like yeah. lifting the coilovers as much as i can yeah i probably lifted it like two inches from where it was and i'd already lifted it once when we were in Previously. washington mm-hmm and the guy shows up he's like i can't tow that i'm like dude really like i've had this thing on a tow truck lower than this like yeah are you kidding me right now it's like no no i can't tow that and I'm like all right well can you like give us a ride to somewhere that has a u-haul and he's like mm, closest one's like half hour away i was like oh my gosh i don't have a choice man like please yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah. all right yeah it brings us to this uh yes roadside gas station that's called the peg house he's yeah big wooden a-frame thing i think if i remember a stage on the side for concerts and like yeah like show up there and like hey i need a u-haul this hippie guy behind the counter is like all right well let's get you figured out then i'm just like okay (laughs) i'm like telling yeah like i drove down here from canada and the car blew up on the side of the room all like sad and emo about it is like oh that's a bummer like well, don't worry we'll get you figured out like everything happens for a reason we'll just yeah. like always well, you know just dude's a super happy go lucky yeah just like, super positive yeah yeah i'm like all right yeah you know what yeah this this is all gonna work out everything's gonna yeah. be fine yeah 
and so Sorrel again has to pay for this <laughs> U-Haul. Yeah. So I have this cube van and a trailer. So I go back to the place where the car broke down. Yeah. Eventually, it's like it's on there. It's solid, tied down. So like back it up the ramp, back onto the highway, and like Sorrel's starting to stress out because now we've lost a whole day and yeah. we're like running out of time for this flight. Right. You got to swap an <laughs> engine. <laughs> yeah, and like. So she calls whatever uh, company for the flight. And it's like, yeah, I need to cancel and reschedule a flight. Um, gives them all their information. At some point, the call drops because we're like in the middle of the forest or mountains or whatever. So whatever reason, call drops. She's like, oh, what happened? Oh, my call dropped. I was still in the middle of that. Like, I wonder what happened. Like, I don't have my flight info now. Yeah. So what actually ended up happening is the call dropped. They canceled the flight but didn't schedule her a new one. Right, right. And so she doesn't find this, I don't think, till like the next day or something. But she realizes now she doesn't have a flight. And now mm-hmm. she's like freaking out. And now she's starting to cry and like, yeah. like stress out and stuff. So I'm like, hey, like, it's okay. We'll figure this out. Like, I'm here for you. Yeah. Like, don't worry everything is going to work out we're going to be okay you know the kind of reverse of what just happened the day before is just like right it's like okay yeah things are going to be all right okay like i think so sorrel then had to pay for this u-haul again too to get mm-hmm. up to washington mm-hmm. and man i think like the total tow bill ended up coming out to like two thousand or twenty five hundred dollars or something like that it was a lot of money and then like the gas for driving that cube band like so like sorrel's got like a lot of money on her credit card so i call my dad i'm like hey dad like i like we cannot afford to like keep driving this u-haul like this um cube band like the gas is just like crazy Mm -hmm. like would you be willing to like meet us in washington um to like kind of like tow us the rest of the way home mm-hmm. um and he's like yeah of course i mean like like shout out to my parents like i have two like the greatest parents in the world i love my mom and dad so much they like go out of their way for me all the time because yeah. yeah i'm an idiot that drives <laughs> down to california <laughs> with a unknown motor <laughs> yeah um yeah I, I make a lot of dumb decisions like that but they're always there to catch me when i fall so it's um yeah i'm I'm very lucky in that regard um but yeah we make it to washington and get to the u-haul place and i'm like hey yeah my dad's coming he's gonna like we're just gonna swap the trailer onto his truck Uh, from that point on it was pretty smooth sailing dad took us home sorel got her flight figured out nice got the payments to her she got her mortgage stuff figured out everything was like a-okay great and like yeah, and then, um, yeah, a year later, I packed up the car again with a new freshly built KA. Uh-huh. This time, oil change done. And, uh, yeah, we drove across the country together to Massachusetts with all our uh, immigration paperwork and got wow. married. <laughs> got married. Very cool. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, that was like a <laughs> road trip from hell, but, like... That I one, too, huh? Went, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't trade for. I wouldn't change a thing. I mean, like, as stressful as it was, like, 
I think we were better for it. And yeah, I mean, and it's a good story. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. Um, and, and how long have you guys been married? Uh, seven years now. Seven years. Yeah. Very cool. And, uh, yeah. So you guys had, you guys had to go through a nightmare trip <laughs> and you guys made it through, you guys supported each other. Um, encouraged each other like those are those are like you said that is like the the best uh foundation for a relationship yeah i mean yeah i i mean i i love that girl to death i mean like it's yeah i like i said i wouldn't change a thing that was like still an unreal trip it was an unreal adventure Uh, yeah we have so many good photos and memories and yeah like really kind of like you know, it set the tone, but like, you know, yeah, just like you said, built the foundation for it. Yeah. That was just rock solid. And yeah. Like, if you guys could make it through that <laughs> trip and, and I don't know much about this other trip that you took to move to Massachusetts, but, uh, if you guys could make it through that, like, what can't you do together? You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. That trip went a lot smoother. It was, <laughs> yeah, I, I raised the cup car up beforehand. <laughs> you got experience. Yeah, I mailed some stuff ahead of time. So right, packed the car completely full. Right, planned right. it out a little better. Right, know. maybe I should have uh, let her help me plan things from the get go, so it would have <laughs> made, made things go a little smoother. But yeah, yeah, I, you know, and that showed that showed um, that showed a lot from you because you learned from your mistakes and you yeah. you figured <laughs> it out and you did better the next time. Yeah, very man. cool. Yeah, we love a good road trip together. So, you know, you know drove out guys... to final boat and nice. We drove out to. Um... That's your thing, huh? Fi- um, yeah. Road trips. Yeah, love ro- love a good road trip. A little expensive right now with gas and stuff. Oh yeah, but... for sure. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> well, Cole, thanks for sharing that story. That was uh... <laughs> you went through a lot of ups and downs, but. Um... I think the the moral is uh, that uh, you can find love in all kinds of strange places. Right? <laughs> it's absolutely true. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, well, thank you for your time. Um, yeah, and and where can people find you on Instagram? Uh, either at this life in transit or at kissing rogue. Okay. Very cool. And and do you still sell that shirt? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm. I actually have two boxes of shirts at work right now because I work at screen printing again. So I'm okay. actually planning on making another uh, batch of them pretty quick here. And where can they buy that shirt? Uh, I'll probably be posting on my Instagram. So, yeah, but, like, I think my big cartel is, like, in transit, big car- com, but... Yeah, whenever it's available, I'll be posting on Instagram. Very cool, and and <laughs> I'll go ahead and include uh, the link to your your store um in the description of this video. Sure, so, that'd be awesome. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, appreciate you. Uh, thank you so much, Cole. Yeah, and I'll talk you to you so, soon. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, having me on, and thank you for doing this podcast because it's been so fun, like listening and learning about like the OGs of drifting. It's, I mean. I've known a little bit, but like knowing more has just been like really eye-opening and really fun. Yeah, thank you. It's it's so rewarding for me um, just to be able to have these stories um, 
recorded so that mm -hmm. people can listen to them forever. So yeah, super important. Happy to do it. And I'm happy to do these story time episodes too, because, uh, you know, not everyone, not everyone with a good story needs to be an OG. So, <laughs> so yeah. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Talk to you soon. Yeah. See you around. Are you a good storyteller and have a good drifting related story to tell? You got to fill out an application at podcast.sil80mania.com. In the upper right, there's a link called Storytime app. Fill it out and I'll be looking forward to reading it. And if you're watching on YouTube and you enjoyed the podcast, do what my boys from Auto Factory Realize say and make sure to like that smash button and hit subscribe. Thank you guys for listening.